Welcome to my podcast, Tricks of the Trademark. This is Eric Pelton with another podcast episode in which I share advice and experience based on my 20 years of working with clients around the world to protect and strengthen their brands. Searching for trademark conflicts is one of the most important things about the practice and protection of trademarks and brands. We often talk about conducting a search before you file, and we can talk about a clearance search for a new brand name or new business or product name. And I just wanted to go a little bit more in depth to talk about some of what these different types of searches and different terms, terminology that we use when talking about searches mean. I was inspired by this because uh, I saw that this summer, a friend of mine, trademark lawyer, Ed Timberlake, actually taught an entire class about trademark searching. I've taught one webinar called the Search Academy that I got a lot of great feedback on. That was just limited to some techniques for searching tests, the USPTO search system. And that was only, I think, about a two-hour course. There is so much to cover when it comes to searching, and we're not going to get into the nitty-gritty on here, but I just want to talk about the differences of the types of searches and why they're so important. So a common law search means let's search and find out if anybody is already using this phrase or something similar. The reason that's valuable to know is that even if nobody's registered the phrase, the fact that they might be using it in a way that competes with you could give them rights that would supersede yours. A common law search is valuable for that reason. Now, in any search, it's also valuable to state that you have to search for more than just exact duplicates, exact conflicts, because differences in spelling, in sound, may not be significant enough to avoid a conflict. So sometimes people tell me they searched for like two words and they didn't search for the words together with no space or they didn't search for the word with an s or an ing on the end if you know if that might be applicable all of those variations can be very important when you're doing a clearance search that was common law searches that we started by talking about test searches means you're searching the uspto database that's their records that contains all of the existing registrations, all of the pending applications, it even includes most of the dead records, meaning applications that never became registered or registrations that became canceled. And searching tests is very valuable, not only before starting a new application, but also in clearing a new name. Those are the two main types of searches, a common law search and a test search. And when I refer to like a clearance search, I'm generally meaning that we're searching both tests and common law records, and probably domain names in the internet, of course, as part of common law records. So all of those places are very important to search. Another important thing to think about when beginning a search is like how wide of a net you're going to cast. Are the products or services very narrow and very focused and easily defined? Or is this a product or service that kind of cuts across several industries and therefore can be much harder to define in the scope and much harder to search as a result because you're searching a broader area of other brands and businesses and trademarks. Similarly, that scope, that net, sometimes I also talk about in terms of like, are we casting a wide net or a narrow net? 
It's very nuanced and it's very hard to teach or to translate that skill. Really only doing hundreds or thousands of searches is the only way that I'm aware of to really hone and become an expert in those skills. Another important aspect of the search is just reviewing all of that data. So it's one thing to do the search queries, to build them. How big of a net are we casting? What are we searching for? What industries? Then you get all this data that comes back in and you have to analyze it. The analysis is almost like a whole second aspect, a whole second level of the search process and knowing how to analyze it and say, okay, does this look like a possible conflict that we need to think more about? Or can we skip over this? Where do we need to maybe research further where do we reach a point perhaps if there's a lot of possible conflicts that the market is weak and we need to also address that and how that impacts the possible conflict. So there are just so many nuances to this. It all comes down to risk. And in the end, the trademark search process is really about learning about what risks are out there so that we can properly measure and assess and respond to those risks. And that's what we work with our clients when we're doing a search and analysis is to understand the risk, talk about the risk, and then the client can make a decision about whether they want to go forward knowing the risk or hopefully knowing that the risk is minimal or whether they want to consider alternatives. So that's some of what goes on in my mind when I'm talking and working on trademark searches. I hope that was valuable to you and shed some light on that. If you want to learn more about trademark searching, you can also find a lot more in my recent book on Amazon. You can find it. Kindle version is only a couple dollars. It's called Building a Bold Brand. If you have any questions, reach out to me. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trademark with me, Eric Pelton. I've been making trademarks bloom since 1999. For more information about my trademark services, visit my website at ericpelton.com. Thanks for listening.